Hey, it's Emily Williams, the founder of I Heart My Life and your host of the I Heart My Life show. This is episode 134, a breakdown of my no BS coaching techniques. So today I'm going deep with what I do on coaching sessions to support my clients in getting huge results and making big shifts. One of my strategies is to be a no BS coach and to speak real truth with love. Now, I didn't always show up in that way or have that level of confidence. So I'm teaching you a little bit more about how I was able to transform my own mindset so I could help my clients get even bigger results. Now I have people who specifically come to me because they know I'm going to tell it like it is and give them that real truth that's going to help them make huge shifts. The same is possible for you if you're feeling a bit nervous about speaking your truth or being a bit harsher with your clients. Listen to this episode. It's really going to support you in understanding why it's so important that you take a stand for your clients and you speak to them with utter honesty and conviction about what you're experiencing and what it is that they're displaying. Let's dive in. This episode is sponsored by the iHeart Coaching Workshop. This is a two-day experience for new and aspiring coaches looking to build a thriving online coaching business. So I'm going to be joined by my whole team, giving you all the information you need for discovering who your ideal client is, designing your offer, high-performance tips so that you can go to the next level in your life and your business, getting clear on what it is that you actually want in your life and your business, the marketing strategies that are working right now online, and of course, money mindset, which is one of my biggest specialties. We're also going to talk about sales and the way in which you can ramp up your sales goals and reach some new clients and finally achieve those revenue goals. So go to iheartcoaching.com to learn more about this workshop happening on September 16th and 17th, 2020. And I'll look forward to seeing you there. All right, so let's do it. The number one thing that I always remember is that I am here to help my clients get results. I'm not taking responsibility for their results, but I'm here to help them get results. And that means that I am not a friend. I'm not a family member. We're not chit-chatting. We are getting down to business and getting results. And so as soon as we have that clarity call or discovery call, whatever you want to call it, I see myself as their coach. And this means that throughout that journey, I'm going to always tell them the truth. Now, this doesn't mean that I'm accusatory, but it does mean that I'm showing, I'm holding up a mirror, so to speak, so they can see themselves through my eyes. And I'm being the observer and asking questions and getting curious about the way in which they're showing up. So the first thing that I do in order to be that no BS coach who's super direct is I remember what they're capable of. And so as a coach, our duty is to see our clients as their future selves, see them as the person that they want to be. Maybe that's with better health or with more results, more money in the bank, more time, more freedom. See that future version of them before they can see it for themselves. And what this means when you do this is you hold someone accountable and you see them as the next level version of themselves. You see them as capable of change. One of the mistakes that a lot of coaches make is they 
kind of uh, go down to the level of their clients and they meet their clients right where they're at. And there's a time and a place for that. But what I love to do is think about the next level version of my clients and speak to that person and inspire the transformation versus them staying in the same place. So let me give you a tangible example of this. So I will often have clients tell me that they didn't move forward with something they didn't show up on Facebook Live, they didn't send out the sales email because of whatever reason. There wasn't enough time, the kids got in the way, they had to do the virtual schooling, whatever it is. Now, I do not buy excuses because if you really want something, you will find a way to make it happen. And I really remind my clients of that on a regular basis. I bring it back to a positive experience where they did really want something and they carved out the time, they created the space to do it, they mustered up the courage and they made it happen. And then we get really clear as to why that didn't happen this time around. And I remember the person they told me that they want to be, the the results that they said that they desire, more sales, more revenue, all of that whatever it is, better health. And we bring it back to that future version of who they want to be. And when they remember the desire and they remember the reason why they started in the first place, it helps reconnect them and get them in in forward motion. Because most of the time when people are coming to you with those excuses, with those reasons of why they didn't do something, it's because fear or doubt or insecurity or worry got in the way. And so you want to shift them into that future version of who you know they are and take a stand for their dreams and for them showing up, even when they don't have the strength to do so, or the worries are getting in the way and stopping them from doing so. You have to be that leader and that person who's able to cheer them on and say, no, this is unacceptable. You said you were going to do this. Not only did you break the trust within yourself, you didn't move forward. You didn't take action. And so you didn't get the results. And I know that you can get the results. I know that you can do it. So really taking a stand for for what you know that they're meant for. And that leads me to my second uh, part of this methodology. So I don't buy into their story. When they tell me they don't have the money on our initial phone call to make the investment, I don't buy into that because I believe that all of our clients, everyone in the world, in fact, is capable of abundance. And so when I enter into any sort of conversation, whether it's a sales call or a training, I remember that my clients are resourceful, They are capable, they are whole. And so I'm not gonna buy into whatever excuse they give me. I'm gonna challenge them to go to the next level and to find the money, sell the thing, get on Facebook Live, get the results that they're craving and not buy into the story that they don't have time or they don't have the money. Whatever it is that they're telling themselves, that's keeping them stuck. And my job is not to sink to that level and not to buy into the story, but to see them as that next level version of themselves, see them as capable, see them as resourceful. That leads me to step three. So I am not a paid friend. I don't see myself as a friend. I don't see myself as someone who's going to get on the phone and chit chat. Yes, I care about my clients and my students but they already have enough friends. And the reason why they're in the program or hiring the coach is because they need somebody to tell them the truth. Most people are just telling us what they want us to hear. And most people are scared of us going to the next level or changing things up. The truth is in terms of our relationships, people want us to stay in the same place because they know who we are and they are comfortable with that relationship. When we start to transform, not only does it remind other people of the changes that they're not making in their life, 
it does they don't know what to do with it. They don't know who you are in association with them and the relationship becomes different. And so they would much prefer it if you stayed stuck and stay in the same place, which is why you'll often have friends say, oh, it's no big deal. Don't worry. You can do it next year. You know, just be nice to yourself. Just take a night night off. Don't worry. Eat the ice cream or don't don't launch the business. It's too scary. You, you might fail, right? Or, you know, there aren't enough clients out there. I don't know if you can do it. And a lot of times our friends and family mean well, but it really has more to do with them than it does for us. And so we have to really tap into what we know we're meant for. And then when you bring that to your coaching relationship, you obviously want to work with somebody who also believes in that vision. So when I was listening to uh, Kevin Hart's book called Decisions, he talks about a period of time where he was approached by this incredible agent who he knew had worked with a lot of amazing comedians. And this agent was um, less than enthusiastic about his work. In fact, he said, let's just throw the shit against the wall and see what sticks. And he was talking about Kevin's comedy. And Kevin basically said, I don't want to work with somebody who uses that language, that word in particular about my work. That doesn't make any sense. I want to work with somebody who's excited about my work and wants to get it out there. And it's the same thing with coaching. You should work with somebody and and have clients who excite you, right? And who you believe in and work with coaches who believe in you, who can see that greater vision. And I always tell my clients, I build their empire in my mind before it's even there. I can see it. And so I'm holding them accountable. I'm not a paid friend. I'm there to speak the truth. That leads me to number four. So I speak the truth with love. I share confidently and compassionately what I'm observing. And as I said in the beginning, this is not about accusing someone of something. There are phrases that you can use as a coach that really soften the blow, so to speak. (laughs) So I always say things like, you know, I'm not sure that you recognize how you're coming across right now. This is what I'm observing. Or, you know, is this true for you? And just be asking the questions and get curious about what you're seeing and what you're experiencing. Or I'm noticing this pattern in your life. Is this a pattern elsewhere? It's showing up in your business. What does this mean? And get really curious. And my clients know that I care about them, but they also come to me so that because they know that I speak the truth and that most of the people in their lives don't. And so they want that honest reflection back to them. Now, that doesn't mean that I'm a jerk. It doesn't mean that... um, you know, whatever you want to say about me. It doesn't mean that I don't care, but it does mean that there are times where people want to punch me through the computer, but I'm okay with that because I'd much rather someone get results and be upset with me for a bit than not get results. And ultimately what it comes down to is me trusting my intuition, which is my next point. I trust my intuition enough at this point through years of experience to know that when I'm speaking the truth, Again, I can do it with curiosity, but when I'm speaking the truth, that's the truth. That's what I'm experiencing. And it's my duty to actually share that with the client. I trust my instincts. Now, did I always? No. In the past, when I was just starting out as a coach, I didn't know if I should say certain things. When I had an inkling that somebody was getting upset or emotional or there was something else going on that didn't you know, initially come to the surface, I didn't always voice it. 
But I started to realize over time, I could trust my instincts. And again, you don't always have to be accusatory. Like, I know you really didn't do that. I know there's something else going on here. You can get curious about it and just ask more questions. And as you do that, and as you get braver with that, you'll start to trust yourself even more and you're going to strengthen your intuition. Okay. So like we covered so far, you're going to check in with your your intuition on a regular basis. You're going to look at what that is telling you. I can even do that. So whether it's on Zoom or audio, I can tell when someone's getting emotional. Even the other day, we had this um, incredible workshop that we hosted and one of the students was on there. And she was doing her absolute best during our hot seat to cover up her emotions. And I said to her at one point, what's the emotion about for you? And she said, how did you know I was getting emotional? And there weren't tears, but I could tell she shifted her energy and things changed in her body language. And so as you develop your skills as a coach, you'll become even more intuitive and be able to read certain signs and signals that the clients are giving off. And then you'll be able to address them. But you have to be bold to address them. You have to be bold to trust your intuition. But remember, your client deserves you being bold. Your client deserves to have the best of you and to have you really speaking the truth and holding up that mirror. Like I said, not everyone is going to like you. Not everyone is going to like it in the moment. I think, you know, I'm not a parent at this point in time, but I know that my parents often say, you know, you'll understand later on. They they said that many times when I was growing up. And even now they always say, you'll understand once you have kids. <laughs> and I think about that often. There are clients, of course, who I've upset and who haven't understood why I said what I said or did what I did. But I imagine that at some point it comes full circle when they either experience the same thing with their clients or they get the aha moment or it starts to make sense, they understand. And ultimately, I have to be truthful to myself as well as the coach and as just, you know, a human being. If I'm observing something and I'm not speaking my truth, and again, it can be done with love, where am I also, where am I not speaking my truth in other places in my life? So one of my my main, um, I guess, core beliefs that I've learned over the years through working with my own mentors is that honesty is powerful and honesty is really the only way. It's the only way to the truth. And I would never want to leave a coaching call or a coaching relationship having not shared my truth with my students. Yes, I've done that in the past and I've regretted it. I've wished I've said other things. I've wished I'd been stronger and um, taken a stand for somebody in a stronger way. And you don't want to leave any regrets on the table when it comes to coaching. So the sooner you learn to trust your intuition, really speak up and be honest, the better. So let me just do a quick recap here. So, so far we covered be brave. You're not a paid friend. Don't buy into their story. Speak the truth with love. Speak on behalf of who you know they can be in the future. And definitely trust your intuition and just trust the process overall. One of the most important things you can do as a coach is ask consistent questions. So it should be more about you asking questions and digging deeper and less about you talking. Allow the client to process. And I think one of the best things that I learned, like I said earlier, is just to also trust myself and to trust that I know how to have the session. I know what's going to be the best thing for me to say in the moment. I don't have to map everything out perfectly. I don't have to have a script. I can trust myself as we go along because the truth is, especially if you're doing deep work, 
no two clients are the same. And so you will figure out your own methodology, but at the same time, each client will require something different from you. There are clients I can speak to in a way that's much stronger than others. There are clients who are receptive to me being super strong, almost to the point of bullying them, right? And everyone is different. So you have to understand what's going to work for your students and for your clients and adapt accordingly. And I just want to say here, you know, all of you listening who are looking to become coaches or who are currently coaches, one of the best things I ever did was working with mentors who I got to listen to their group coaching calls. I got to work with them personally, and I started to see the coaching style that I wanted to adopt and what I thought would work for me. And then as soon as I could, I decided to do practice coaching sessions. I decided to work with as many people as I possibly could to get that experience. And remember, if you're brand new, this is not going to be perfect. As one of my coaches actually said, she said, it's always awkward before it's elegant. (laughs) That's kind of the case for all of us, but you just have to keep practicing and you'll get better over time. And what I find is that most of us, most of us who have that coaching bug, we have been coaching in some form or another in our life. We've been coaching friends or colleagues or family members. We've been that go-to person. And so really trust that you are capable of it and start developing your own style and your own methodology. And just know that it is safe for you to speak your truth to your clients. It is safe for you to reflect back what you're seeing. And it's your duty to hold them more accountable and to a higher level than they're holding for themselves. They need somebody to do that. That's why they're hiring you. So be brave and trust yourself and know that you can do it. And if it helps, think of yourself as an actual coach. Do you know any football coaches who aren't super direct? (laughs) Do you know any coaches who work with Olympic athletes or even, you know, top performing CEOs who aren't direct? Absolutely not. Directness is so needed in the world. So many people are covering up their emotions, their real feelings, and they're not actually speaking the truth. So remember, you get to make a difference. You get to change that. And your clients deserve the best of you. And that means that utter honesty that you can deliver, that you're competent enough to deliver, and frankly, that they need to hear. So I'll talk to you soon. I hope you love today's episode and that it's given you some confidence to know that you too can make huge shifts as a coach and stand really strong and in your power during your coaching sessions. If you want even more support with this, definitely attend our iHeart Coaching Workshop where you're going to observe even more coaching techniques and maybe even get the opportunity to be working with me directly in a coaching hot seat. Go to iHeartCoaching.com to learn more and I'll talk to you on the next episode. We hope you love this episode. Thank you so much for being an avid listener of the I Heart My Life show. Take a second and leave a review. It would mean so much to us and we read all of them. And for further inspiration and life and business tips about creating a life that you love and achieving massive success, definitely follow us at I Heart My Life on Instagram and at I Heart My Life Now on Facebook. See you next time.